Hey, Chekhov fans, please support our upcoming film, Ninjas vs. Monsters, by going to www.ninjaswin.com. This is a film we can't make without your support, so check out our Kickstarter campaign at www.ninjaswin.com. Again, that's www.ninjaswin.com. While you're listening, go check it out right now. Go, ninjaswin.com. Thanks. It's time for Trekoff. He's giving her all he's got, Captain. Giggity. Welcome to Trek Off. I'm Justin. And I'm Alexia. And today we are talking about Enterprise, our, our final Enterprise conversation for a while. We shall. Um, but shouldn't we talk about the weather? Um, we will. We will. Hold on. I, wanna, I actually want to finish talking <laughs> what we were... Ju- and shouldn't we talk about that baseball game? I want to just... Uh, baseball I just, season. <laughs> <laughs> it's not baseball season anymore. Is it? Is it a football game? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. That, yeah, How about that local team? <laughs> yeah, that, that sporting event where people are scoring goal units. <laughs> <laughs> goal units. <laughs> um, uh, so, no, we were just talking about the movie Contagion, which I just saw and how the I movie... I totally want to see it. Um, it's, you know... It, it's at its most basic. It's a movie about uh, a disease that spreads around and mostly. It's so much scarier though than like any kind of other horror movie. Because okay, good good example. We just saw um, Case Thirty Nine, uh-huh. um, which has been out for a while, you know, on DVD. And I've stuff. heard it's not very good, but okay. Really, I thought it was quite good. Like as horror movies go, it was you know the kid was creepy. It was what it was do a you good dislike? Movie. You like everything, you know. <sighs> I'd like to submit, fuck you. It's just so funny. That's why I say if I don't like something, you can be rest assured it's a fucking pile of crap. Um, <laughs> like if um, I don't like it, because it's gotta be Mr. Bad. A was just like, yeah, I, I hated what was ever clear. What was the name of the movie you just saw? What was it? The movie you, the... The movie I just yeah, saw? Yeah, the Matt Damon movie you just saw. Oh, Hereafter. Like he was like, oh yeah, Hereafter sucks. And you're like, I didn't think it was that bad. Well, no, I because we actually discussed this. It's it's that the trailer makes you, ex- you're expecting this different kind of film and it's really <laughs> like to submit, suck my dick. <laughs> you're such a dick tonight. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> Proceed. Proceed. I, wanna, I just want to hear what you're I don't saying. even know now. Completely blanked. You know, I'm going to take a drink. Fuck you. <laughs> mm. Oh, fu- you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat some of these chips and then I'm going to lick my fingers. Watch yeah. It. And so but as we're starting, like they bring in chips. Now you have to understand when when when, when these motherfuckers come over. No, wait for it. Um, oh, there. Oh, you're licking your. Oh, that's that's hot in a gross, awful kind of way. Oh, and now um, I'm putting them back in the bag. Uh, oh, the horror. So these guys come over, and I'm always like, here, have some food, have some drinks. I've, I've made them sandwiches. So they bring a bag I of chips. I know salad ones. They bring me, good salad. They bring a bag of chips. I'm like, oh, cool, chips. I, I love honey barbecue chips. And I, I had no problem with you having some. I, hope, I didn't realize I had to worry about my eating habits, I hope, though. I hope I, hope, I hope I get to have some of these lovely chips that have been placed before me. I'm sure at some point they'll offer them to me. And I, I don't blame Mr. A because he wasn't physically holding the chips. As a matter of fact, he's been forced to eat out of a... a, a out of a forced, uh, forced. Out of a discarded <laughs> Oscar Meyer box. That's um, right. Get in the corner and eat your food. Um, <laughs> Take um, your box and go away. Um, and and so you like, know you're not allowed to eat out of the bag. He's, he's, animal. he's sitting there like Oliver Twist, going, "Please, may I have some more?" <laughs> um, That's not even accurate. I mean, he's wearing the kind of hat that Oliver Twist wears. Which is not true at all. <laughs> it's not even um, a little bit so, true. <laughs> so, so she comes over and and she's got she's got her bag of chips and and I'm like, and at oh, no point did I think you couldn't just take some of the fucking chips. So, well, I, before I, I put my hand I back in there after to. I licked my. You had been down here for all of it. <laughs> You've been down here. <laughs> <laughs> the barge has arrived. <laughs> 
Um, uh, and so, and so the, <laughs> and so, and so the, the, the chip, I, and again, I had planned to, I was like, at the point where I was like, oh, I was gonna go, Hey, can you shoot me some of those chips? And she sits there and I kid you not. It's not like she's like, <laughs> she takes each one of her fingers and she puts them knuckle deep, like fist deep into her mouth. She's fist like, deep. She's oh, like, that's she's ridiculous. Like, she's like, she's <laughs> and I'm watching, she's doing this. And that's definitely the noise it makes. And she's doing that. And then what she does is is realizing she's done it, she kind of wipes it on her pants for a second. She kind of looks around. There's this pause. This pause that's this definitely not true. And she's like, Because I am shameless. I don't in. even care. They're my fucking chips. If I want to lick my fingers and stick them I back know. in the bag, I will. And so I want to So I got- definitely didn't surreptitiously look around like, did anybody, did anybody see me do that? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ace over there. <laughs> the barge of the dead. <laughs> the barge of doom. Mr. A has has arrived to take us across the river sticks. <laughs> I have two pennies for you, sir. Oh, and that goes right in line with our, our flood situation. Yeah, they tell the me river about sticks. yeah. So so as we know, Hurricane Irene hit us. Uh, um, no, not Irene. So no, that well, shit was fine. I, Remember Irene, that was like nothing. Irene plays into it though because it did. Oh, does it, it? it did you know make the water levels rise and saturate the ground? And, ah. and so 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 I think I don't know. I'm. You're really just I'm, talking out of your ass right now. You have no idea. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> Did you talk to a meteorologist about this? Yes, yes. My friend Bob. <laughs> Bob meteorologist. Bob Meteor. <laughs> Bob, Meteor. Bob Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I know you and Bob Ryan are so chummy. Um, <laughs> Long time you guys have been friends. You go way back. So so uh, so yeah, but we did we did have a week of insane rain, and what happened? And then Friday. I mean, Friday, it wasn't even like we had. Friday. No, it wasn't even that. Like we we got. Like, I went to the doctor's, I took the bike, you know, took the motorcycle, because, you know, he had taken the car or whatever. So I take the motorcycle to my little doctor's appointment. Oh, he's mad because I didn't tell him I had a doctor's appointment. Let's not have that fight again. So, oh, I took it. He also didn't, you also didn't tell him that you're performing this upcoming Saturday. I did. He forgot. Tell him that you fucking forgot. Will you please tell him? He won't tell me this. Because you did, he forgets everything. That's like his thing. But where we're performing is at 8 p.m. on Saturday night at uh, at the Intervention Con in Rockville, Maryland. We're doing a live trek off. So come and see us. And yeah, we'll, bitches. We'll, we'll argue in front of you. I All know. Right, it'll be even better. Um, so I went, I went to my doctor's appointment and it was raining when I left. So I got there. I was soaked. Whatever. That's what I had expected. I go to leave and it was like the sky had just split open and just like rain. It wasn't even like it started to rain. It was just like rain. And so I was like, maybe I'll wait it out a little bit, you know, because there was thunder and lightning. There was a nice little couple was like, maybe you should wait for a bit. You know, I was like, okay. So I wait for a bit and the thunder and lightning let up. And then it's like, it just doesn't look like the rain's going to stop. I need to just go home. So I start to go home. But as I start to go home, I'm seeing that the water is kind of starting to come into the road at this point like in the right lane and i'm like well i'm gonna stay out of the right lane because i can't really go through that water (laughs) and then people have no concept of you being on a motorcycle and they will come by in like a big suv and just like go through a puddle right next to you yeah and it's like it's like nothing you've ever experienced (laughs) like getting hit by a wave from the side or something like soaked Finally, I get I get home and I'm like, oh, that was really harrowing. I'm okay though. Everything's okay. And then it's time for, you know, Mr. A to come home. And he calls me and he's like, um, yeah, I can't get into town this way. I'm like, okay, um, well, try a different way. And he's like, okay, I'm being redirected. 
Finally, he calls me back. He's like, yeah, I just talked to the cop at this other place that they said I can't get in. And he said, there's no way into Clifton. I was like, well, then I guess I'm coming out to you because we can't do the apart thing. That's just not happening. So I get all ready. Wait a minute. If there's no way in, if there's no road into Clifton. The, to drive. So I'm like, I'm going to walk out to you. Right. So I get on a skirt. And I put on my little flippy floppies. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm like, I'm going to daintily pick up my skirt and put my flippy floppies in my hand. And I'm going to go wading in the little ankle deep water <laughs> that you can't drive through. And it's going to be fine. And I put my little jacket like in a big Ziploc baggie with my phone. I'm all oh set. Oh, no. And then I get out there. And I go. I see the caution tape. And I go right under that shit. Because I'm like, whatever. And yeah, not like a flood ever killed anyone. <laughs> so I start There's walking. There's like a guy in his yard. He's putting animals two by two into <laughs> a big into boat. a big arc. <laughs> so I start walking out there and almost immediately it's up to my thighs. And I'm like, oh, so that's kind of deep. Okay. So I keep going though because that's how I am. Yeah, because you're made of wisdom. I know because I'm, <laughs> I'm manufactured out of pure wisdom. I see this jersey wall and just the very tippy top of the jersey wall is outside of the water. So I'm like, I'm going to climb up on that and walk for a while. So you put your flippy floppies on the tippy top? <laughs> no, I was holding my flippy floppies by this point because I was already in the water, right? My skirt, I, I love how I thought that was going to stay dry. <laughs> so she took her skirt off. <laughs> no, because... I'm holding it way up. Like if you were watching, you probably could have seen my underpants. Wow. <laughs> so I get up on this thing and then I wave to Daryl across the way. I'm like, hey, honey. <laughs> and there's like a big field as you come in and it's like not a field anymore <laughs> it's just like a lake wow <laughs> and then it comes across the road in an ever fast sort of moving and then as it goes past the road it's like whitewater rapids no bullshit like it's all royally and like I'm like that's a little bit scary that's all right though and there's this other guy i guess that was trying to get into town to get to his kids and he just parked his his car and he was like i'm go i gotta get to my kids so i see him come in toward me and he's just muscling right through it or whatever i'm like I could totally do this. I'm going to be fine. And so then I start to go. And as soon as I get past the Jersey wall, like there's a point between the Jersey wall and when the tree line starts, uh-huh. that's like free and clear water flowing. As soon as you step past that Jersey wow. wall, it was like, really the current was ridiculous. I was like, okay, that's a little bit, that's just a little bit scary. Maybe, I'm maybe, I'll just, maybe I'll just take a step back. Okay. And I'll like, try again. I, I think I tried like two or three times before I finally was like, okay, you can fucking do this. This is so selfish this. of you because if you die, who's going to co-host the show with me? <laughs> I, I I have to say, I absolutely at no point thought of you during this entire situation. You see, and that's really all that matters. I know, it was really fucked up of me, but but still accurate. All I was thinking about was I need to be with my husband in this time of crisis. That's what has to happen because we need to be dealing with whatever it is together. The interesting thing is it became a time of crisis because of your decision. <laughs> I'm so special. When you were when you were in your house, it was not a time of crisis. It Listen, was a time we were of being separated. It was a time of crisis. He wait a minute. Get wait, to a me. minute wait a minute. Wait. I couldn't get to but him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not okay. I just want to make sure I understand. <laughs> you need to be with your husband during a time of crisis, and the criteria for something being a time of crisis is you being away from your husband. Well, therefore, you- unreachable by husband. <laughs> 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 well timed sir well timed so i i made my slow way this is where my my thighs of steel come into play like my being very sturdy i was like this is a good time for me to be sturdy because i would have been swept away if i wasn't true <laughs> because i i went very slowly i didn't even pick my feet up off the like i just kind of scuttled so by the time i finally came around the bend and he could see me like there's actually he took video of it when he could finally see me come around the bend to the suv that was like by that point 
it it was like half submerged, this big SUV. Whoa. <laughs> so as I'm coming up on that, like, but once I got to the tree line, the current wasn't so bad. So I was like, okay, this is all right. This is fine. Um, and then he got video of that. He's like, I thought you got swept away. <laughs> it took you. So I said, Mark, oh, but I couldn't hear shit over the rushing of the water. It was really loud. What's amazing is that he wanted to make sure he got video of you getting swept away. If that were to be what happened. <laughs> no, he couldn't have seen it if that's what had happened. Oh, uh, because because the way the, the road bends. But um, but yeah, he posted that shit up because he was ready to jump in and come get me. <laughs> but I awesome. was fine. <laughs> you can't do that because if she dies, I need you to co-host. Man. <laughs> you know the way. You know the format of the show, and you you're you're getting into yeah. The next time she almost dies, <laughs> don't save her because if she's gonna die anyway, at least then you can you do it in her memory. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll go. We'll go like the, my last thought when I see her. <laughs> the rapids out and sight. out of That's sight. My last thought will be: I'll do the show in your honor, baby. <laughs> we'll, we'll start. We'll start every show by 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 this 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 show. This show has been brought to you by the memory of Alexia <laughs> and ninjas versus vampires <laughs> and monsters. And monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, by the time people are hearing this, uh, yeah, the ninjas versus monsters. Uh, Go to um, www.ninjaswin.com. That's www.ninjaswin.com. And you will see something there that you want to see. So, <laughs> so um, let's talk about Rent-A-Prize. Um, uh, so I finished it. Yeah. So so when last we spoke, we had talked about the first couple seasons. We talked a little bit about um, the Zindi. I do think this has to not be the last time we talk about Enterprise because whilst... I get that it wasn't sort of universally popular among among Trekkies. I think Trekkers, 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 Trekkers. Really, really, Star Trek fans. I just say Star Trek fans because I I do feel disingenuous when I say Trekkers, but I also I like Trekkies. I, I know, always thought of myself as a Trekkie. Yeah, but there are people who don't Sounds like happy. it, and I like them. I like them, so I just go Star Trek fans. Okay, Star Trek fans. You know, whatever breed you are, if you, you, you call yourself. You, you have to call them Trekkers. Trekka. Okay, I like that. We'll make our own. So, all those Trekkas out there. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. The yeah, the Trekkas. Yeah. Okay, so right, so so um I think that I think they didn't really give it a chance. Trekkas. I think all you Trekkas out there didn't give it a chance and you should Trekka please. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if you did, you would fall in love with it. I really do. Because it's such a good show. And and especially now that I've started Voyager, like because I finished Enterprise, and I'm like, okay, well, now I've got to see all of Voyager because yeah. I didn't I didn't see it through. So I started that and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Like even, even compared to like the beginning, like because in the beginning of Enterprise, the only thing that really stood out is like, oh gosh, was to Paul. And like as the show progressed, she got better. Oh, I disagree. I entirely disagree. I mean, she just got more watchable. Maybe I should say. No, I know. we disagree. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Get no, right out I, of town. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I think I think that she got worse. I feel like I I find her tolerable in the first couple of seasons. At the end of the show, I just find her whiny, and she looks like she's always going to vomit, and she looks her physique looks like she has. Um, Dude, yeah. in the in, in the episode in the alternate universe, she looks so hot. Yeah, you've already made this argument that in one episode she's okay. So hot. Okay, what about and can the we other? Talk, four and can seasons? we say? Did I mention in that time that Mayweather 
hottest he's ever looked. Like, he did not have a fuck factor for me. He Guy's in not. shape. No, Mayweather's in shape. But Absolutely. no, it wasn't that. I think it was the fucking earring, man. That earring just works for him. I don't know what it is, but damn, he's hot. So let's episode. let's assume that nobody's <laughs> listened to our other shows and bring us up to speed. Star Trek Enterprise is the fifth uh, series in Star Trek. Uh, as probably everybody knows, it started um, right after the end of Voyager. Um, series finale of Voyager had a trailer for it. It ran four seasons. It was. Uh, oh, wait. So it started bef- when Voyager was over. Yeah, it was a replacement of Voyager. It was Voyager's replacement. Huh. Because um, I always assumed people were just trekked out. And no. that was why they didn't really get into it. No, no. It was like Voyager and then immediately, like, it was the next thing. Um, uh, hmm. It uh, it ran four seasons. It was going to be canceled after the third. Um, and there was an extensive uh, letter writing campaign. And they reversed that choice, uh, which is, like... That doesn't really happen very much. No. Um, and it's, you know, historically. And I think it speaks to how good the show it only, is. Well, it, ha- it, it the first time that ever happened was the third season of the original Star Trek. Because they did cancel Star Trek after two seasons and then they got a letter writing campaign to get into three. And they basically made just enough to make it so that it could be syndicated. They made a, a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when we last discussed it, we talked about how, um, how, I thought that the uh, they were the, in the expanse. The too first, long. well, I thought no. I said that I thought that the first uh, episode, the pilot, was really good. Mm. Um, as I also think of Voyager, I also think the pilot for Voyager is very good. Um, <sighs> as a matter of fact, I would say the pilot of those two shows are better than the pilot for Next Gen and the better better than the pilot of DS Nine. I definitely don't agree with that. And I well, here's here's what I think. I think that that in my opinion, there's this like the the pilot for Next Gen and DS Nine are bad. And the shows are great, and then the pilot for Voyager and Enterprise are great, or really good, but the shows are bad. And I think the reason is, is because by Voyager and Enterprise, they know the the pattern for making good Star Trek. Like with Next Gen, they didn't know how to do it. They they had not made like it'd been forever since they made Star Trek. So that was the uh, Encounter at Farpoint is clunky and it doesn't. You know, they, they don't establish a lot of the rules. The rules they do establish on that episode, they break a bunch of times in the show. And in DS9, the characters are, are you know, the, the costumes are too bulky and the, the show, is, it's a little heady and there's it just doesn't quite work. But I feel like after doing so much Star Trek, they get to Voyager and they're like, you know what? We know we know how to make, at the very least, a passable, high-budget uh, episode of Star Trek. So I feel like the the... They're they're just solid, well paced. I guess better pacing on Voyagers and Enterprises pilot. I don't know. Um, I felt like and and, and, and I, it, I agree with you on the Enterprise pilot, in, but I do not agree on Voyager. It's so and in my opinion, I, I look at both those pilots as, as giant gobs of wasted potential because I feel like neither show. Well, let me say this. I don't want to say this. Um, both shows rarely lived up to the quality of their pilots. Um, Voy- I disagree with Enterprise. I absolutely disagree. Okay. Um, I think that with you're allowed to do that. I know. I'm aware of that. And all I, the I time. I appreciate you acknowledging it. You know, because you just think you're fucking right all the time. No, I am. I didn't say that you were right. I just said you're allowed to disagree. <laughs> but I think we all motherfuck. See, Go on. that is what that is what you get. It is you know, your punishment. In the trunk of my car, I've got better cables. I've got replacement cables. Anyway, go on. <laughs> That's a good spot for them. Um, the the Voyager um, that that first episode, just upon watching it again, 
that's just so contrived. I don't think so. Like, I disagree. The way that they wind up staying there is like just a little bit like, come on. It's really? a little heady. It's a little. You know, I mean, it just and the the biggest problem I'm finding with with Voyager right now, strangely enough, is Blana Torres. Yeah, save it, save it, because guess what? The next episode we're doing is <laughs> Intro to Voyager. So all right, well it. then I'll I'll save it. I'll save I'll it for sit, that. I'll sit right on. Yeah, because in Blana about Torres in about in about thirty five minutes we're going to be talking about that a lot. <laughs> um, so let's get back to Enterprise, which is a good yeah, show, um, a really good show. Like an sometimes, amazing show. Sometimes, okay. Look, so underrated, so, so underrated. So, so we had we had talked about the characters, um, and we can go through them again, uh, really briefly. And in fact, uh, I think I read somewhere that it was like voted the most underrated, like by fans. Well, it's and, and the funny thing, I was part of the letter writing campaign to get it stayed, keep it on the air. On? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, give me your your initial and then final thoughts on these characters as as I name them. Jonathan Archer. I adore him. Okay. I know that you have said, I think in the past you said that he's too much of an everyman, that, you know, things like that. And I just, I don't well, feel that let way. Me, let, me, let me be clear about what I said in the past, I think. I think I said that in seasons one and two, he was too much of an everyman. And in season three, he undergoes a transformation for the better. Okay. I mean, he, de- he definitely, when they're in the expanse, the things that he's faced with. And the things that he does, the, the more thing that he ha- Yeah, the things that he has to do. Because he's, he's wrong sometimes. He does things that are not right sometimes. And it, it reminds me a little bit of Adama from um, Battlestar. That he does things that are morally questionable. He, um, he makes mistakes. Um, he does things wrong sometimes. And I like that. So he went from being an everyman in the first two seasons, which I thought was wrong, to a real guy in seasons three and four faced with the tough situation. Well, I think it's so, I think, I think his better. arc is so interesting because and they, he has they even they, yes. they even address it when they come back, like after they, you know, sort of finish with the Zindi situation and, and they're they're heralded home as heroes and they're naming fucking school after school after him and he's like this big hero and he doesn't really know how to cope and he's become like bitter. Like, cause what he's, I love it because, cause they actually have the, like where he's up on the mountaintop with like the, I guess the woman who was going to be piloting the second NX, yeah. the NX-02 and she I have a hat that just says NX-01 on it. That's pretty awesome. Yep. All right, go on. I love it. Um, she's like, what happened to you? Because she's still in the, this is so great. We're going to go explore. And he's like, there's nothing out there, but people who want to fucking fight us and death and bad shit. Like he's no longer this sort of starry-eyed meet new you know civilizations and you know get to say hello and be like hey we're from earth and isn't it cool that we're out here and like that sort of explorer attitude because he's fought so much he's you know fought in the temporal war he's you know he's fought the zindi and it's and there's so many and he's finding that there's so many people you know races or you know aliens out there who aren't nice and don't so want to be let, friendly and it's it's so interesting let's to see do him this come let's let, let's let's sum up the first two seasons um because we spent an, we spent a podcast episode on it before and we can talk about it you know go back and listen to that but the first two seasons the plot generally is of the first two seasons that um they go they meet some people occasionally they're people that you meet they um they try to remind us that it's a star trek show by showing us things that we've seen before um 
sometimes with disastrously bad results like the Ferengi episode, sometimes with incredible results like the Borg episode. Um, because the, the, the Borg episode of Enterprise is, in my opinion, the best the Borg have been since the first episode they were on Next Gen. They were scary in that, like they're very yeah, they're yeah, very scary. In that in that, in that episode, they they just they show up. They they're not talking. There's no queen. There's yeah. no plot. They're just they are going to fucking take over and kill you. Well, and I think the reason that they're so scary in that episode, and the reason they're so scary the first time you see them on next, it's because it's a well done episode. First of all, well, I mean, yes, that, but I think also the mystery of mm-hmm. not knowing what you're up against, even though you as the audience knows, they don't. Well, and and, then, I think, and you get to live that fear sort of vicariously through. But that. also, you as the audience, knowing what they're up against, you know they don't stand a fucking chance. Oh yeah, like you know, there's no, there's, <laughs> they're just fucked. Um, so um, but mostly the the plot of the first two seasons is Archer and another member of the crew, usually Trip, sometimes uh, a different member, get captured and put into that a prison. That is not true. <laughs> absolutely You're true. Absolutely accurate about that. It's absolutely true. It's not true. If First actually, two seasons. We need to do okay. So because we're doing this for the other shows, and we're not going to slack and not do it for Enterprise, just because you're going to whine and say no, no, no. We, like we can do a season. I'll do ma, season ma, ma, by ma, ma, season. Ma, ma. We're going to do season by season, and we're going to find out how fucking wrong you're going to have to lead it though, because I've only seen them once, most of them. I've only seen them once. Well, yeah, I guess I see. I guess I've seen some of them twice because I've shown them. Mr. But you've a. but you've seen them recently. I That's haven't true. seen them That's since fine. they first aired. I'm I'm fine with that because I think you will find that you are fucking wrong. Um. Okay. That that is not what happens. Every I think episode. it happens a disproportionate amount. I will. I will say this about it. That that's something that that occurred to me as I was watching, like the frequency with which the yeah. aliens seem to have, uh, like green lights on their ships. Oh yeah, the green. Like everybody's green, and I think that's interesting. <laughs> like, just why? Why green? <laughs> and smaller and smaller sets. I also noticed the sets get like by the time we meet the Romulans, like the their their set is essentially a room smaller than this one. Oh, by the time we meet uh, Token Bad Guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why did it, by that? I I just remember watching that Romulan episode, going that room they're all standing in. That's like the size of my living room. They <laughs> they can't afford sets like they used to be able to afford sets for Star Trek, and it's true. It's absolutely a budget constraint um, yeah. that they that they had. But okay, so um, side note: and speaking of budget constraints, I yeah. know that you're not that into video games. But have you ever played Portal? Uh, yes. Uh, Portal Two. I have not yet. Um, there's a short film online uh, called Portal the uh, the Escape. I think. Uh huh. I highly no escape. no escape. Thank you. It's Portal No Escape. I highly recommend looking it up. It's very very fucking good. I would and do I'm that. I'm hoping that they'll make a film out of it because it looks like it could actually be good. Really? And there's a lot. <laughs> what's great is they do all of it with music, and I think it's the, it's a it's there's no talking, just like Chell in the game doesn't ever speak. Um, and what's interesting is they run like they don't have like the the sentry bots in the in the short and you can tell it's it's they use like dudes dressed up as like guards or whatever in place of yeah. that because it costs less money <laughs> like uh-huh. and at the end of the day like the guy didn't have that much money and it, as it was it took i think a year and a half to do it Whew. but it like it's got you know actual like real I shot vampires in, in two and a half months <laughs> <laughs> so what does that tell us yeah, the production yeah. value is evident. It's v- is very well done. Okay, and they spend their money on the like the portal technology yeah. and the, and the portal gun. Like you can see where they spent their 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 dough, and it looks fucking amazing. And I think there's actually a line because we just finished Portal Two where she says that like she's she calls her out on being mute. <laughs> like and it's uh-huh. just funny, but I highly recommend looking at the video. Um, um, but budgetary constraints made the set smaller. So um, 
So yeah, evidently, the, in my opinion, the first two seasons seem sort of aimless, and a lot of there's not. I mean, I think they're just the, like the, his character is. They're exploring. The, the, they're meeting the, these the new episodes people. Are, the episodes are interchangeable, and they're not very good, in my opinion. Um, some of them are okay, but in my opinion, they're just not. The show is is wandering, and I feel like they knew that. And so at the end of the second season, um, they have uh, and for the life of me, I can't remember when Voyager ended, but I think it ended in two thousand. No, no, it ended in two thousand one. But I think did it end in May of two thousand one? I'm trying to remember. I I know You're definitely that, asking the wrong person. Um, anyway, they have a nine eleven. Is what they have. They have nine. I mean, that's right. Am I wrong? Is that that's what this is? Is it's nine eleven? Oh, you mean when the Zindi yeah. attack? Yeah. I guess I could see that that correlation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the idea is is what happens to your optimistic society when someone really bad does something really horrible and kills a whole bunch of people yeah and that's what's so interesting too is when the the end of that arc when they get back to earth uh the way that that earth in general treats alien species even yeah. ones that are that have been there um like sure. there's a whole episode i think where uh it's where totally flocks, a ni- it's a 9-11 allegory it is Absolutely. like when flocks comes down with them to like go to a bar or whatever and celebrate like some somebody starts up some shit because he's an alien. And the interesting thing is the show, the politics of Star Trek, which has always been very liberal, from time to time on the show became very conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, they really did show both what I think is a right wing and a the only fair and balanced show on TV. <laughs> Certainly not Fox News. Um, oh, no, it's not Fox um, News. But it really did. It kind of, <clears throat> kind of showed you, like, like, look, here's what the right wingers, here's what the Republicans are thinking. Here's why they are acting the way they're acting. And you know what? It's a worthwhile way to think because there's bad shit. And, and this is what we, you know, then also showed you the, the liberal point of view and go and go, look, there's a reason to be nice to everyone. We need to, you know, I mean, it's it's it really showed you both points of view in terms of how to deal with this sort of situation. I liked that. Yeah. I felt like it was fair. I think that the uh, the expanse. Is, I loved the so let's so let's talk let's talk about what this is. Um, the Zindi are this part of the temporal cold war that we've met um, with the what's the name of the uh, Silix race is the um, Suleiman. the Suleiman have been essentially uh, helping this guy from the future um, fuck with the timeline um, and uh, and and strangely enough they are the ones who tell Archer that. Well, there are two sides. There are two for. Two well, there's more than two sides. It's like yeah. it occurs. What's interesting about the co- the temporal cold war is that there's several factions. Yeah, we'll we'll get there because I want to their own shit. I want to talk about the temporal cold war a little bit. Um, it's interesting. It's and, I think yeah. it's a very interesting storyline. It could be. Um, so <laughs> it could. Be. So the, you're such a fucking hater. So hate, the hate, 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 so hate, the, hate, so the Zindi are these five. Uh, species or or four species and one incredibly badly animated ant um whatever it didn't bother me bothered me a lot <clears throat> bothered me a lot it just it, i it looks shitty it just looks shitty 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 um it looked terrible i mean it looked like cg i mean it looked like bad cartoon cg no it did it did like I, bad cartoon it did no, you're so extreme no i'm that talking about his accurate. design i'm not talking about the cg of it i'm talking about his design he looked like an ant he was a big giant ant and it, it it was like Buck fucking Rogers. It was like it was like Flash. I Gordon. fucking love Buck Rogers. You shut your damn mouth. Yeah, but his Flash Gordon was campy. I didn't. I I I was supposed to take these guys seriously, and they were talking about serious shit. And it really, they were just like, yeah, it's it, they're really basically they're humans and they're lizards, and then there are three other three other guys. 
the aquatics. Yeah, but but who cares about them? The aquatics, the insectoids, and the, um, uh, what do you mean? Who cares about them? The aquatics the, are a big deal. Yeah, by but, the by the end of that story arc. But it really comes down to the humans and the lizards versions. So anyway, anyway, there's the Zindi. It's a neat idea. And there's the don't forget the n- primates. The n- yeah, not the monkey not, ones. Not well carried off in my opinion. But they what they they they, they have some orbs that are going to create big bad weapons that are provided from the future that are going to destroy earth and they sent a a test thing to earth in order to let us know that they were going to attack us so we could have a season of us trying to stop them um and uh and then we go into the expanse uh the season's good i think the 9-11 allegory is great and i gotta admit when it first played i was like holy shit Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Look! Holy shit! They ju- look what they, they did. They just went there. <laughs> look what they just did, and I was I was into it. Um, and then Archer essentially has to go into the expanse. The expanse is a section of space where things are fucked up. Yeah, there are things that basically. I just love the way they sort of introduce you to it, though. When when Archer's talking about going there, and the Vulcans are like, "Let us show you this video footage of the of what happens to our yeah. ships in the expanse," and you just see like fucking Vulcans going nuts, painting blood on their faces and crazy yeah. shit, where you're just like fuck so <laughs> that seems like a scary place and so he has to go into this place where he's out of contact with everyone else he's basically a lone wolf do whatever you can because if you don't earth is going to get destroyed and because well, they're the only ship we have and like earth, i mean nobody else can even well no they could have they could have asked the vulcans for help they did ask the vulcans for help yeah but they could have the vulcans were like fuck you this is what we this is what happens every time we've gone in the expanse we're not going in yeah. there so and I, there's no proof and they totally let and this is something i think is very interesting in the storyline the way that the vulcans essentially yeah. completely let down earth and and when you find out like through the course of the of the storyline that ultimately what the, the the bad guys are trying to accomplish is is putting asunder you know the federation yeah and and ultimately not just destroying earth but destroying vulcan destroying everything yeah, absolutely and that and that's that's a, a thing that i liked i didn't like look what i didn't like the zindi what i didn't like is the amount of time they spent in the expanse there was a lot of kind of just like now something else is happening now i kind of liked it because it was like i was so used to i'm so uh, i think from watching a lot of star trek i'm so used to okay here's the mission they go do the mission and it takes an episode maybe yeah, two harder but, but you like, just watch ds9 which they just did and the entire series is one big story yes and no i mean like to some extent it's it's still like maybe four or five part episodes of mini arcs of of a bigger story but i'm saying like it's it's still a you know what i mean yeah no i I, this was interesting because i i expected that and then they got there and it wasn't that easy like and i kind of dug that i kind of dug that it was like they didn't have much to go on and all they had was the expanse and it wasn't like miraculously they get to the expanse and like oh well so there are the zindi and this is what we do like there was so much else going on i got tired a little bit of it i got a little tired but i will tell you some highlights i don't want to just be a hater i'll tell you some high points there is a there is a point where they need to there's a piece of equipment that they need and another ship has it and yep. and they just fucking steal it and they're like hey we're really sorry that we have to do this but we got to do this and fuck you um, like they try to ask for it first and, and and trade for it and they are absolutely morally in the wrong but they have to do it yep there's and, no choice and 
I was that episode shocked me, stunned. I loved it. I loved it. There's an episode where Archer almost like like takes somebody and puts them in the um but puts them in the airlock and yep. suffocates them. He does. Not almost. He does. He sticks that motherfucker in yeah. there and he starts to suffocate him and he almost kills him. There there's a there's an episode He tortures him until he gets what he needs. One of my favorite episodes is the episode where Archer basically creates a false ship and gets in there oh, and hangs out with this guy was so saying, amazing. saying that it's been years. Because they find, yeah, they find technology, they, like Flox finds a way to fuck with the guy's memory yeah. so that he's essentially just missing time yeah. so that the last thing he remembers is being on his own ship so that they can then, they, they set up this complete simulation of a, of a shuttle pod and they create a whole story. Yeah. They like grow his hair out and they, you know, put, that, you know, grow out Archer's hair and put granite and shit. And then he tells this elaborate story about how they were both after it was over, you know, the, the, the insectoids and the, um, I forget what the lizard guys were called. The reptilians. Uh, the reptilians. Yeah. Uh, turned on them on, on the primates. Yeah. And, and they were in the same prison together. And they even, like, I love the details they put in there. Because, like, they even, I think Flox yeah. even put some sort of a, some sort of a worm in the dude. Yeah. Um, some sort of a blood worm or something like that. And he tells it that it's, oh, it fucks with your memory because it feeds on things in your body. And let me, let's get that out of you. And, he, and but, like, realist, in reality, it's just, like, a detoxing thing. Like, it doesn't actually, it's not harmful. Yeah. In my, in, in my favorite episodes of the, of the series are the one we just described are the uh the borg episode i thought is astounding it's a good one um the mirror universe episodes um here's the one complaint it, it, i have well, about the mirror universe. Uh, we'll get there because it's season four okay um and uh and the episode where they have to steal the thing like those are in my opinion classic star trek and i would say in the first two seasons there are probably six episodes in two seasons out of 50 almost out of 44 that I really like six or seven that I really like season three is hitting me every third to sometimes every other season three I'm digging I mean I guess I'll agree that I'm probably easier to please than you because I I can only think of a handful of episodes that I wasn't just like this is awesome a night in sick bay that that episode didn't bother me like it bothered you oh my gosh like it just didn't I can see what where you'd say yeah. that like I get it um my dog is sick. But I love forty four minutes of my dog is sick. I love Porthos too. I got my And there brother. was more than just Porthos being sick going on. There was political stuff going on sure. during that. Like so it wasn't really just what you said it was. Like I was I was expecting this just completely late. Like and maybe you had just gotten my expectations so down that it like Maybe that's why you, you like know. the show, because I they got my expectations so up before the show came out I was like, Okay, they're gonna fix Star Trek. Because a lot of people complained about Voyager. And they're like, mm-hmm. and then they got Enterprise. And you know, Enterprise is as good as you may think it is. It doesn't touch DS9. It doesn't touch Next Gen. It's nowhere near the quality of those shows. It's not, it doesn't approach it very often. I don't know if I can agree with that, man. I, 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 I was just as emotionally moved on a large number of those episodes. And I was just attacked as attached to those characters, you know, and mm-hmm. in some cases more so. Like mm. I, eh, we'll we'll get there. Um. Anyway, season season three ends in a very exciting conclusion, which I think is great, and and leaves you on a big what the fuck. I remember when season three ended. I remember watching it, and it's like, and now there are Nazi aliens. 
What the I fuck? I know. I was like, what the fuck you is going on? You end season three. So they came right out and said, when we ended season three, we didn't know how we were going to resolve it. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? They were like, we're going to do this weird thing. And that is um, season four. Is when the you, culmination of the temporal cold Season war. four is when you see the difference between when Rick Berman and Brandon Braga come up with episodes and with uh, when Manny Cotto, who jumped on off of 24 onto this, and then um, uh, Judith Gray, I forget her name, but she uh, she is actually the writer of all William Shatner's novels. Oh, really? Yeah, he comes up with the story and then she actually writes the novel. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Uh, and they brought in some of the Star Trek novelists on the fourth season, which is why the fourth season is, in my opinion, the best season. I mean, season four is pretty of great. Of Enterprise. Um, barring that final episode. Oh, um, yeah, we'll talk about the final episode and the first episode. So they're stuck on Earth with Nazi in the past and aliens are there and they're changing the past and then the entire first three seasons of the Temporal Cold War are completely wrapped up, never to be mentioned again. Evidently, people were getting a little sick of the season of the Temporal Cold War. Oh, really? And so the the writers of Enterprise and their infinite wisdom said, we are going to end it in two minutes and never mention it again. So the very end of the Nazi... They didn't end it in two in the, minutes. Uh, they absolutely That's not did. accurate. At the very end of the Nazi, it's absolutely fucking accurate. At the How end, do you fucking figure? At the end of the episode, it's essentially Daniel's... And Archer, in the last two minutes of the episode, standing in front of a green screen with stuff circling around them and Daniel's explaining everything and going, okay, I mean, Deus Ex Machina much? It's like he's going, okay, so what we just did, it's sort of taken care of. Everything's good. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. And I was like- But they set up for that being the case. No, they fucking did. Yes, they fucking did. Who the fuck was future guy? What do you mean who the fuck was Future Guy? Future, or that's what he was called, the guy that... The, oh, the, the, I see what you're saying, like the dude who was talking to the Suleiman. Like, why Why go, it's a mystery, it's a mystery, it's a mystery. Who is he? You're going to find... Oh, he's in Oh, he's in the shadows. You're going to find out. You're gonna. They tease it, and they tease it, and they tease it, and they tease and it. you never and, know who he is. And then they're like, fuck you, we're not doing the Temporal Cold War anymore. They do three seasons of it, and I'm sorry. But that last, that last stretch, while they, whilst they may never tell you who, you know... Mr. Shadowy f- fellow is they do tell you because Daniels tells him when they f- when they start that whole arc when they start the season four situation that this is the deal like this guy is the one who starts sorry. It all there's and no if con- we can stop him then the temporal cold war will never happen that- like they set up that that is what they're doing the no, they whole don't set arc up of an- that wait a minute they, they don't do they don't set up anything they, they say if you can stop him they just kind of go okay he stopped I'm sorry. No, they don't. I'm telling you, you're incorrect. They get to that. Are they, they t- when Daniels is dying because he's he's gone through so many temporal shifts or some some weird fucking shit. Yeah, and there are parts of his body out of the blue. that are like out of the blue. That part I can see where you're saying is I don't really know why he was like that. But Archer gets a chance to talk to him, and he tells him that this guy who's here now in the past, this is where he escaped to get away from from the ramifications of what he had done in the Temple Cold War. And if he could stop him, if he stops him here, if he stops him now, the Temple Cold War never happens. Yeah, and you like the, they the tell show- you that so then as they progress through this whole Nazi storyline and everything that's like three or four part episode or it's whatever. A one, it is. I think it's a one off. No, think, it's not. It's, right. It is not a one off. That is uh, what I'm telling where's you. my phone? Does that do you Find have an your iPhone? Fucking phone. Mr. Get an iPad. iPad. I don't have an iPad. Down I have here. my phone. I have my fucking phone. Mr. A, can you where is it? 
Where is it? my phone. Oh, I got my phone. Oh, here, can you do me a favor, Mr. I'm going to IMDB that no, no, shit. No, let, no, let, let him. Let, let, let Mr. A so he can keep arguing. Um, Five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do me a favor. J- jump on Jump on to IMDB. IMDB and uh, no, go to Wikipedia because it'll give no, us No, fuck a, you in Wikipedia. Because What's it'll, with t- you it'll, Wikipedia? it'll tell us what happens I'm in the episode. Don't, don't, please don't you do it. So we can talk about I this. can still I can multitask, motherfucker. Yeah, no, you're great at that. I'm fucking great at it. I'm phenomenal at what? it. What? I'm already in season four. Look look up look up look up uh season four Enterprise. I want to know how long the Nazi uh episodes are in the fir- at the beginning of the fourth season of Enterprise. So fourth season Enterprise. Stormfront part Stormfront Part One. Uh huh. Enterprise seems to have traveled back in time to World of Two, but it's not the world war that we're used great. to. Stormfront part two. That's season four still, or is Stormfront Part Two the beginning of season four? Uh, this is the beginning of season four. After right. Silic attack trip, Vosk wants to make a deal with Archer, supplies of the ship for the completion of his time machine to return for a trip to the twenty second century. So it's just those two episodes. Well, it's three because it's the end of season three as well. The end of season it's the last second of the end of season three. It's the big surprise. Oh, look at it me. It just seems so much longer because there's so much in it. You see, in my opinion, they spend so much time. It, that you don't have to look it up anymore. We got it. Um, they spent so much time in the Nazi thing. I'm sorry. They spent three seasons. The entire Expanse thing was the Temporal Cold War. And they're just like, hey, done. And no ramifications. It's not- I don't think the ent- I don't think that's accurate, though. Like, if you think about it, the Expanse wasn't really about the Temporal Cold War. It absolutely was. The orbs were being supplied by the future. They yes, were th- but a future species that has nothing to do with the Temporal Cold War. That's what I think you're not understanding. They're going back in time to try and change. No. They're going back in time to try to change the way things turn out, but they're not a part of the Temporal Cold War. They're like a whole other multi, like a different dimensional species that's trying to change our dimension to accommodate them. Here's what would have said. And so they're me. able to, they, they live outside of the timeline. Like they can see the way things turn out. They're not a part of the Temporal Cold War. Like they kind of are in the sense that the Temporal Cold War touches that storyline, which is how we're able to find out about it. But they aren't a part of it. Like at no Here's point do they, they say they are. Here's what they needed. So first of all, they shouldn't have had the fucking stupid Nazi episodes. It they was, were good episodes. They were okay episodes. You were out of your damn mind. They're amazing episodes. They were because okay. there's like you see this world that you don't expect at all. People are in like New York City and places that you know that are overrun with Nazis. You know, and you've got people who are putting their lives on the line, you know, that and they get the people in that timeline to participate. Like it's pretty fucking good, man. I, and I feel like they're either they're not bad. They're just OK. They're not best of both worlds, man. I'm just, they're, here's they're the not thing, they're, they're like not. those. I have to say of any Star Trek I've seen, I feel like some like those episodes and some other episodes in Enterprise are more reminiscent of the original series than anything else has been. And that's why I love it. And that's probably why I'm not a huge fan. And that's why I fucking love it, because that's what I love. I you, love you love you love they, you love they go back and they go they're in the Wild West or they're in. I fucking that, love that. that okay, shit. and, no, and interestingly it. enough, think about this. I okay. get that. Okay, do you know? Do you that. know that friend that we that we have? We have a mutual friend on Facebook. I, I'm Shmuel? not going to. I'm not going to say his name. Um, Shmuel? Shmuel? No. Is that who we're talking about? No. Okay. Hi Shmuel. Hi oh, Shmuel. Hope you're still listening. Um, who do we have? He Facebook? started this thread about, um, and nobody who's religious take offense. But what would happen who if? Would you just? You'll. It'll come to you. What would happen if? Years and years and years down the line from now. Is this a guy who always has like threads yes, about atheist stuff? Yes. I'll put this down for one second. But put it down so I can just mouth a word to you. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And and he says, this you know, guy. This I love guy. this guy. I love he, him. I love I, him. I love it's him. Amazing. But, but he just he's a, he's a he's a he's a troll in terms of in terms of uh, an uh, internet troll. Like he's not a troll as a human being, but on on Facebook he hater. is he is no he's not just a hater. He's trying. Hater. He's a baiter. He's a yeah. baiter yes. Yeah. On on forums, uh, guys like that are called trolls. Yeah. yeah. He's he's trying to say things to get other people to argue with him, so he can then have an argument. Well, what he brings up is this idea, and it's it's funny. Like obviously, you know what what would happen if you know years and years down the line from now, people were to uh, look back and build a religion on something like Star Wars or Star Trek. Like it's really no different he's saying than than essentially what Christianity or any of the other ones are. And whilst that kind of makes sense, so like it makes it rem- it reminds uh, me of old series episodes like where they find the you know, the planet finds this book about Westerns and so they base their whole society off of it. Yeah. And so I, guess. I think we need to build the Church of Star Trek. Um I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> um, and it if is it out is, there. If it is out there that is spend amazing. your life doing something else. Um, <laughs> uh, we all worship oh. the Kirk. Here's here's what See, would, that's and that's the, that's what it is. You they would be worshiping the Kirk, not the Picard. Picard would not be yeah, the other Here's Kirk here's, here's here's what would have satisfied me. One more episode on the Temporal Cold War. The entire episode about the Temporal Cold War wrapping that should not the end. So you get so I felt like the Nazi episode was a jump off. They clearly were trying to write themselves out of a corner. Um, and I would say you get to the end of the Nazi episodes and you're in the whatever the Enterprise shows up in the fucking 29th century under, you know, with the Enterprise J next to him. Maybe that maybe Captain Daniels from uh, Voyager who we've seen in the 29th, you know, whatever. Or they end up in the 24th century. How cool would that be? Where all of a sudden they're with characters that we know, and and there's a there is a thing something happens in that episode where the temporal cold war is fought and won, and then you reveal future guy to be Kirk or an evil archer or you know Picard gone wrong or something. You reveal him to be something familiar. Basically, you. Why would that make sense, though? But or whatever. Or like why would it make sense for it to be a Picard or an Archer or a Kirk? Or because someone they, because they're not really. Or someone from some time where I mean, essentially, it's some bad guy we're already familiar with. I mean, I could be okay with or, that. Or or a good guy that you're already familiar. I mean, the I point, don't think it makes sense for it to be a good guy. That right, we're have you seen with. Scream Two? Yeah. All right. Spoiler alert for Scream and Scream Two. <laughs> At the end of Scream, you find out that the guy you thought that you could trust, who then you thought maybe you couldn't, then maybe you could, then maybe you couldn't. They go back and forth. They and do a great job. At the end, you go, "It's him. It was him all along." No. And then in Scream Two, they randomly pulled two minor characters that you haven't spent any time looking at, and they go, "We're the bad guys. Look at us." <laughs> <laughs> And you as the audience are going like Scream 2 is actually a really good movie. I enjoy Scream 2. I like all the Scream movies. Um, Scream Scream 2. But the end is just kind of like I remember when they did the reveal. I remember the theater. I was into it. It's a scary film. There's no moment in the entire Scream trilogy scarier than when they have to crawl over the killer in the police car when he's unconscious. It is a terrifyingly tense moment. And yet at the end of the movie when they do the big reveal you're like huh? What? That wait is is that Roseanne's sister? <laughs> oh, she was the reporter, right? She's Billy Loomis's mom. What? But there was no nothing to indicate that that was the case. I mean, she was weird, but okay. Yeah, no, it was definitely a, one of those where like 
So uh, did, did you ever see the movie? Um, no, it's not not Clue. Um, uh, Murder by Death. No. It's a great it's a great eighties movie where um, this guy gets together all of these great writers who write these mystery novels and all the little tricks they all have. Like, and you, the end of your book is always somebody that we didn't know yeah. anything about. Like, there's no way you could solve it. It was like that. Like yeah. you, there was no way you could solve it because you didn't have because you purposefully don't give us the information we would need to be yeah. able to. So so, but if they had gotten themselves, let's say that that whoever's running the show is season four, Manny Cotto, who's kind of the showrunner at the time, says, "Okay, we need to wrap up the temporal cold war. The audience doesn't like it, and they don't want to do it anymore. So we're going to give it an episode, its own episode, and the episode's going to be familiar. You've got time travel. This is our chance to visit other Star Trek. So we'll go and we'll do that." And we'll, and we'll but do did they really have access to who? To the people they need to visit this other star, this other familiar Star Trek you wanted them to visit. Well, certainly, like, they, think about it. When it came to the final episode of Enterprise, oh, I, who no, did no, they no, finally wait, 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 even we'll get, get? It was we'll just get, we'll get there. I will believe me. We'll get there. <laughs> that's a place to get. Uh, believe me, that's a. But that, it's just that's what I'm saying. Like it's not even the whole cast. To talk about. Like I don't think okay. they had access. But you don't need access to everyone because by the end of season four, I mean, you, look, if you want to access the same people at the end of of Enterprise, it could have been the Titan. Who's the ship that those characters go to work on after the after Nemesis? It could have been them. It could have been anyone. It could have been. Be, I totally watched Nemesis again after we did our yeah. Nemesis thing. Yeah. <sighs> Was I? You, you totally disagree with me, don't you? You think it's an awesome, incredible Star Trek movie? I do not. You agree with me? I don't agree with you as much as you may think, and, but and, it was hard for me to not like once. Once you've seen once I once all of these like glaring things have been pointed out. Yeah, it was hard to like it's I'm very easily especially yeah. when it's characters that I know and love. I'm very easily emotionally engaged and I know that about myself. Um, but once that stuff had just you just thrown so much of it at me and at, at, at like I literally watched it like the next day. Um, so it was really fresh and it was very hard to watch it and not notice some of that stuff that was just ridiculous. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? We're at 53 minutes. So what I'm going to do just for fun is uh, let's make this a two-parter because I want to talk Ooh, about... Let's two-part it yeah, up. Let's, I want to talk about <laughs> season four, which we're just... I want to talk about what would what would I have been satisfied with with the Temporal Cold War? Um, how should that episode have ended? And let's talk about the new thing that Enterprise starts doing because the show was flailing and they're like, okay, let's try... Let's try something else. We tried one bait. Let's try a bunch of four-part arcs and see how that goes. Those were really good. They were. It was amazing. It was, uh, they finally found their stride. And I want to talk about what happened, how the show ended. I want to talk about all that good stuff. But we're at 53 minutes. And I think that the the final episode alone is going to be a 20-minute conversation. So so we'll make this a two-parter. So tune in next week to hear part two. Of, uh, of our conversation about the end of Star Trek Enterprise. But for this episode, I'm Justin. And I'm Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Trek off isn't the only fun free podcast you can find on the Enlight Podcast Network. Go over to Pop Off to listen to the Pop Off Podcast, popoffpodcast.com. You can also hear Ninjas vs. You, the hot mess with Phil Stamper, and the Suckcast by going to endlightpodcast.com or look, just search EPN on iTunes, EPN, and subscribe. Be sure to rate us on Facebook and watch Ninjas vs. Vampires streaming on Netflix. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook, search for Endlight Podcast Network, and 
also for Trek Off Podcast on Facebook and be sure to like both of those. And on Twitter, be sure to follow at Trek Off Podcast and also at Ninjas Versus.